Hello, I am Joe Rycroft. And I'm Adam Hewitt. Welcome to the Exercise Right podcast, the show where we delve deep into the world of exercise, rehabilitation, and wellness. A fun, non drab approach where Adam and I will be talking about all things exercise, physiology, health, and rehabilitation, whilst debunking myths, making some complex science a lot more simple, and giving you some tips and tricks to improve your health and well being. Each week we will host guest speakers who are experts in their field and hear from you, the listener, to answer any of your questions. Hi Jo, how are you? Hello Ads, I'm very well thank you, just just trying to do a little bit of multitasking. You finishing... seem flustered, what's going on? <laughs> I do that bizarre questionnaire that you sent me. <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah. Okay, so whilst Jo is frantically probably finishing off the questionnaire that I sent mo- only moments before this podcast, I will tell you what it is and we can fill time by the time we're doing it so it's called high five test and I did it in my work uh I sent it to my my teams and it was a good way for me to understand people's top traits so what it is it gives you an idea asks you 100 odd questions in scenario based I I kind of love and hate these sort of profiling um ones but actually secretly I love the results <laughs> <laughs> so I thought brilliant material for a podcast uh given Joe absolutely zero setup I sent it to her about five minutes before this podcast saying they no, will do this and Joe's now currently <laughs> am I about to away. like divulge all to the audience <laughs> <laughs> who am I what am I this is going to turn into like a therapy session yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about it <laughs> so um probably Joe's okay. what question are you on now 99 okay <laughs> yeah no I think I have I have uh, I have my uh, my the overview of my results. Oh, good. Yeah, right. interesting. So, Very interesting. Live results. Joe. Live results hot off the press. <laughs> Should we start from five to one or one to five? Let's go five to one. Five to one. Okay. What's your so fifth strongest trait. I am a thinker. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I'm a problem solver. I think a lot of my friends would probably say I'm a overthinker. <laughs> slash anxiety driven <laughs> exactly see so, so you're a problem solver and i'm a thinker yeah. well maybe that's the is problem that solver good... is love uncovering flaws diagnosing them and coming up with solutions mm. Mm. what's your number four my number four i'm an empathizer oh snap oh we've we're I'm on the an same empathizer too. number four that's i feel good, like I that's, that's well that's good it's probably quite a good thing to have given the world that we work in as well mm. um, um i don't know what the opposite of empathy is but it certainly wouldn't be a great trait for <laughs> there's actually a really good just on a sidetrack there's a really good uh youtube link that differentiates sympathy and empathy uh i will dig it out and put it on one of the episode links to do because it's a nice one to do what's uh, your number three my number three is i'm a catalyst snap again <laughs> Oh, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> Did you just copy my results? They were just... <laughs> this is why we get on. We're literally uh... the same person. <laughs> yeah. And number two? Well, this has got to be different. So I'm a... Well, it might not be. I'm a deliverer. No, I'm not. I was I mean, about to say you... I'm a post lady, but <laughs> I was like, no. It doesn't sound like me. Uh, you're not... <laughs> <laughs> I would say you're more of a deliverer than I am. Uh what, what are you, sorry? I would, in evidence of the podcast, I would probably agree. 
<laughs> we'll leave listeners to come to conclusions i'm an optimist i'm an optimist you're an optimist i feel like both adam, ne- adam needs a lot of optim optimized no and some I'm, optimistic delivery uh i'm an optimist you're going to deliver yeah <laughs> so so accurate so accurate and number one Say, let's do three. Oh, oh I sorry. Do a three, two, one at the same time. I'm a coach that, too. Oh, shock! That's, that's actually uh, quite handy given our profession. Yeah, I mean that's quite. That's I'm quite surprised. I mean, we do the same job. I do think we're quite different in a lot of ways. I'm quite surprised by how similar we are on that. Mm, yeah, I think I think. But yeah, um, there we go. So there coach, we go. coach, optimist, catalyst, empathizer, problem solver for me. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna. Once I've uh, once we've done this recording, I'm going to delve deep into what each of those means because I'm now now intrigued. Um, and if but... anyone's interested, we'll post the link on the <laughs> yeah. episode as well, so you can give it a go. You can type in what you are, and you can send it on an email, and you can it... maybe raise it in future episodes. Yeah, from first impressions, it feels like a more work based of one of those those sixteen personalities ones. It's Myers not. It, it's not going to tell me like. <laughs> You're ENTJ. <laughs> <laughs> those ones it's like oh relationship advice i'm like no nah, don't, <laughs> don't need stop, that. stop right there <laughs> i don't need any advice i'll fail all on my own thank you very much <laughs> i don't need to be told how to fail <laughs> amazing <laughs> so today who have we got today joe today we have aaron ishak oh it's a good one it's a really good one guys um Good insight to what what we do in the trade, but also an insight from a, from all the way over into Australia. So take a listen, enjoy, enjoy. So welcome everyone today. Uh, today we go across the world. We're global. Uh, we welcome Aaron Ishak to the Exercise Right podcast. Aaron is a fellow exercise physiologist um, in Sydney and host of the Relentless Hustle podcast. So Aaron, welcome. Thank you so much for boarding the time. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, we finally made it happen, which was good. And it's um, it's always good to to communicate with fellow exercise physiologists, but especially those from you know the other side of the world. So absolutely, I'm definitely I'm definitely looking forward to this chat. Talk us through really what it's like as an exercise physiologist in Australia, uh, your journey to where you got to, and um, give us some insight about your your day to day. Yeah, so I. I decided to become an exercise physiologist because all throughout my whole life, I was always um, interested in sport and health and fitness. And originally I was going to um, become a physio. I actually didn't know what an exercise physiologist was. It wasn't until I got to uni and I was studying my undergrad degree in exercise sports science that I was introduced to the profession of exercise physiology. Mm. And that that profession seemed a bit more in tune with my style. I like that sort of coaching, yeah. you know, functional rehab. You know, obviously I did PT. I still do PT now, but that kind of personal training background, strength and conditioning. So that that drew me into it, which is why I went on to do my master's in exercise physiology here in, here in Sydney. And basically at the moment, so I've been a P, uh, an exercise physiologist for, I graduated in 2017 from yeah. my master's degree. Um, sort of midway and I started properly towards the end of 2017 started 2018 and basically basically I work contract work so I work for a few different uh, clinics um, but I'm kind of contracted so I kind of run my own schedule if that makes sense so I work under their names 
but I have a, a bit more control over my my clientele, which which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know you 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 give up a bit of stability in terms of work stability, but then you kind of almost like it's almost like you're running your own business. So that's basically what I do. I also have my own sort of private clients myself. Majority of my clientele would be uh, NDIS disability. Um, and workers' comp as well, which is really big here in Australia, both NDIS and workers' comp. And I've also got a few private clients um, as well that sort of I see on the side, which is fun. So I've got a mix, you know, I've got um, those just, who come to just me. Just for the listener like, there, what, would you, what is NDIS, just for the listeners there? Oh, so um, NDIS is National Disability Insurance Scheme. So in Australia, that's our sort of, I guess, governing body for um, disability support. Yeah. Um, so we're we're just one sector of that. You know, they got support workers. I'm sure. I'm not sure if you guys have something similar in in the UK um, uh, with with NDIS. So, you know, support workers, carers. We fall under the allied health um, mm-hmm. under that allied health umbrella. So we provide our services. So if someone needs, you know, uh, strength and conditioning or, or rehab, you know, I've got a lot of uh, neurological clients who, you know, have balance issues and they need to um, see myself on EP to work on that, to mm. just be able to live daily and just do daily things, nothing extreme, not to lift heavy weights or, you know, go so, to the Olympics, but just to live, you know, play with their kids or grandkids or, you know, just be able to do normal things, you know, clean the house, simple things like that. So that's what that, that covers. Mm. Yeah. But what, for what would you say would be your, the best bit about your job, Aaron, working with um, the different groups that you just mentioned? What I really like is just the fact that seeing different demographics, you know, like mm. I love, um, you know, some of my older clients, they just, some of them just love a good chat, you know, they just want someone oh, to chat yeah. to you while they do their exercises. <laughs> yeah, like I love that, you know, we just, we talk about the sport and while obviously we're doing our rehab, but it gets them out of the house, it keeps them consistent um, and it gives them, you know, a bit more quality of life. So I do enjoy that aspect of it, but I also must say I do enjoy, especially when I work with the real uh, critical clients, I do enjoy seeing them, uh, I guess, happy and 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 improving. Um, you know, when you see a client who has like a neurological condition and they've gone from barely being able to to walk to then like, you know, almost running, you know, obviously not running efficiently as normal, but running to the best that they can. Something like that is just when you're there, it's like, this is why I decided to, this is why I do what I do. Let's go into that a bit more. I mean, you there's a there's a particular energy from that isn't there um from getting people in from the critical population to just first steps but what is it that makes a good exercise physiologist genuinely expert in that in that position in regards to passion i would say i always say this i think the most important thing as an exercise physiologist is the ability to communicate you know you can be the best at writing programs you can know everything about anatomy but if you can't communicate with your client and build a relationship Absolutely. with them and get the best out of them, then, you know, your expertise in writing programs and understanding the science of movement, it's, it sort of becomes redundant, you know? So Absolutely. Absolutely. that, yeah, you need to be able to, to, to communicate. And over the years, like if a client stays with you for many years, you build like a, like a friendship with them, you know? And then after a few years, it's, you know, you, you see them on, you know, your regular sessions and it's, it's just joyful, you know, because mm. you see them progress, but it's like you're catching up with a friend. So it's like a win-win, you know, they're improving, they're getting better, they're getting healthier, they're getting stronger, but it's just a, it's a, it's a joyful and, and, and bright environment uh, yeah. to be around. You seem really passionate on exercise physiology. You're putting yourself out there on social medias and your podcasts. What, what is it you're aiming to do? EP Business School 
is going to be about uh, helping other EPs and talking to other EPs about their experience from the business side of things to help up and coming EPs um, push, you know, promote our our profession essentially. Because I feel like in Australia, where like when I well I finished twenty seventeen, towards the end there, when people other EPs would come in and say, oh, you know, uh, EP is slowly growing, it's going to change, it's going to get bigger. You know, six six years or so on, it's still like it's well known, but it's still I think as I said is is like it's undervalued. Like a lot of the doctors here they still don't refer as much as they should. And I'm going to be conservative here. I think one in every three patients that sees a client, uh, sees a doctor, will benefit from our services. You know, diabetes is massive in Australia, uh, you know, and obesity and things like that. A lot of metabolic conditions. I'm surprised about the number of referrals that I don't see come from doctors here. It's just, and I know there's a few APs uh, that I'm connected with that are trying to push it, which is really good. So I'm hoping to really get all these minds together, speak to them, obviously offer their business strategies, which will in turn push our profession further and get us a little bit more recognition and people yeah. understand us more. And I think it just comes from a lack of education about who we are and what we do. So I'm hoping to help the EPs themselves uh, become better at the business side of things, but yeah. also as an alternative result, push our profession. How would you say what you do? What is an exercise physiologist in a, in a short pitch in direct, succinct way? A short pitch. You know, I always, I always wonder <laughs> it's like, tough, isn't it? I, you know, that's the one thing that I always try to say, how can I best sort of tell someone what I do? Absolutely. You know? yeah. I'm going, oh, I'm like a physio, but I'm not kind of thing. Yes. So, exactly. Um, a short pitch of what we do. So I would say, uh, we transform people's lives both physically and emotionally through through exercise as well as lifestyle coaching. That's what I'd like say in the simplest um, You mentioned before, Aaron, that you, you thought that our profession was or can be kind of undervalued or and is, is not well known enough. Why do you think that is? Because I think that's something that, you know, Adam and I have, you know, very similar drives to you in terms of our kind of motivations moving forwards. But what is it do you think it is that's um I guess like been missing from that like education standpoint? Yeah, I think it's I think it's probably got down to the lack of um how we're mentioned so when i was doing some work in a, in, a, in a medical center there was a, a a student a medical student um on placement he was just shadowing me and he said to me when we go through medical school they talk about podiatrists physios they talk about you know chiros but they never mentioned exercise physiologists so i think the root cause of the lack of i guess understanding goes back to sort of education through mm. the university system you know when when doctors are going through uh, their education I, apparently now they're mentioning us more i heard so that's a good thing i hope if it's if it's true just yeah lack of lack of and i think a lack of um uh what's the best way to put it like i guess promotion of our services through our governing bodies um we, our governing body here is essa which is exercise sports science australia so that's who we register with as exercise physiologists and don't get me wrong they're great they do their bit but i feel like they can do a lot more uh, to push our profession, not only push our profession, but distinguish us from, say, physiotherapists, personal yeah. trainers. Because sometimes from a naked eye, like a lot of exercise physiologists work in the gym setting, obviously. So if you go into a gym and you see an exercise physiologist and a PT, from the naked eye, it looks like the same service. 
but at the core, it's not. So what, true. yeah, our approach and a personal trainer's approach are two different. You know, a personal trainer will work with your general population who wants to lose weight or get strong. We work with individuals who have, you know, sometimes debilitating um, life-threatening uh, conditions, illnesses, injuries, and our understanding of not only the human body and human movement, but our understanding of people, I would say, is a little bit higher up than, you know, your average sort of personal trainer. So does that answer the question? Yeah, just more education in the education system and more promotion from our governing bodies, I think, is the big thing there. And more podcasts. Yeah, and more content. Actually, yeah. definitely, yeah, more content from other EPs for sure. I think, and that's why I want to start this podcast. I want EPs, I want to encourage EPs to put themselves out there, you know, start a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, or just well, even exact, write, exactly write something on LinkedIn. Yeah, just that. even could be simple. Could be the simplest thing. Just write Absolutely. a little uh, paragraph on LinkedIn and you know about mm. something just to get our name out there and people start to go, oh, okay, this this sounds interesting, yeah. you know. So it's not what we do, it's how we do it. That's the main thing there. It's how we create relationships, it's how we create change, uh, it's how we build a community. Um, that's that's the main thing, not the what, but the how. That's that's the big thing. And I hope that we collectively uh, encourage and inspire other exercise physiologists, even up and coming exercise physiologists or, or, you know, seasoned exercise physiologists to, you know, put the word out there, start a podcast, you know, do whatever they feel comfortable doing just to get out there about who we are and what we do and why we're not, you know, your Instagram fitness influencers. We're not about, you know, looking chiseled and amazing. We're about health and I don't and have life. the face for it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, neither do I, mate. I just, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game, that one. But um, oh, you're right you when guys. you said that. <laughs> so it's like, it I do. Different... I've got the face for it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Instagram followers going. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 about essentially like, yeah, like helping people is very broad, but transforming people, making their lives better. You know, it's like I said, people sometimes they don't want, when they come and see me, they're not up for it. You know, oh, I'm feeling a bit, off today no worries no problem let's just take it easy you know the main thing is you're staying consistent you're here you've showed up you've you've demonstrated discipline to come to your session the ultimate outcome is they came to their session yeah they they were consistent they came and saw you now they've walked away and they're feeling not just physically good but mentally good and that's going to transfer into the rest of their life and the rest of their day and if they're feeling good the people around them they're going to give off a good vibe good energy and the people around them are going to feel good as well i think that's so that's such a good point as well because you know we're helping one people or a group of people and i think sometimes you underestimate the power of that trickle effect so if someone you know people if you're working with people who have like long-term conditions or they're undergoing quite intense treatment maybe cancer that type of thing you know if family and friends are seeing an individual who has got more energy they're feeling more positive they're um, you know they're getting out and about you know that then makes a whole other group of people you know uh, feel better and more comfortable with the situation and you know i think it's that trickle effect we we end up probably actually you know working with many many more people than what we think we do in essence i think it's um, yeah and to yeah. add to that joe as well the other thing too is you know when you see your real career cool clients like i've had clients who you know are pretty much they've got unfortunately you know certain conditions where it can't be cured and it's mm -hmm. just a matter of making them feel comfortable as they as the condition unfortunately progresses and they slowly debilitate. But some of these people are in really good spirit, you know, knowing what the end looks like for them, not knowing when it is, but knowing what the end yeah. looks like. 
um, that to me, like when I sit down with those people and I actually sit down and talk to them and they talk to me, it impacts me. Like I start to go, you know what? I sat there and complained about feeling too tired to go exercise or I complained about meeting up with like little things and you start to go, what am I complaining about? Look what this person's going through. You know, it's it, it, it opens your eyes. It just, it really opens your eyes. And those type of clients, you know, it's, it's bittersweet obviously, but it really like it hits you because it makes you look at life differently. You know, take away the profession of exercise physiology, take away exercise, just life in itself. It really makes you appreciate life and mm. appreciate your own health. But I think, I think we, you, you touched on it, you're going around a little bit, but I think it's worth reiterating the point. It's not what we do, it's how we do it, it's why we're doing yeah. it. And sound like Simon Sinek over here. But um, some of the times I think when I'm working with my teams or seeing critically your patients or myself, you've got to strip it back slightly and just say, if you can have that person smile in that hour, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Because mm. if you weren't there, they wouldn't have smiled simple That's as right. that you know and i'll never forget and i you know it's a, it's a lovely story but i was i went to i was actually doing a hospital visit the lady who was she was final stages she was doing some seat based seated based work some chair based work and she kept on having a little glance out the door i was like what's she looking at you kept on having a little, little glance and i clocked it there's a and he to be fair very attractive doctor kept on walking past and i said i see what you're doing here I get it. I see what you're doing. An absolute wail of laughter coming over to you. She's like, you've caught me. You've caught me. And I said, look, come on, you still got it. And <laughs> um, that was, you know, silly little stories like that. But it's just brilliant, you know, because, yes, it's tough. And that is, I would say, from a from an you know, emotional aspect, that's the hardest part of our job when things happen. And, and you know, the inevitable sometimes does. But I also think that that's my last memory of it. Brilliant, you know. And it feeds and it... that fire in your belly, doesn't it? Like, oh yeah, nothing else. Yeah. But speaking of uh, progression, how do you go about making sure that you are continuously learning and uh, developing within the field of exercise physiology? Yeah, I'm a I'm a sucker for like professional development and always just staying on top of things, you know podcasts, audio books, um, even just speaking to, um, you know, fellow coworkers. Like sometimes in one of the clinics I work at, for example, if I've got a bit of a break, um, you know, for example, it would be a physiotherapist who will be working with a client and I'll just listen to how they're treating their client, the way they're talking to their client, um, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll learn something from that. You know, the scientific side of things, I'm always sort of uh, trying to stay on top with the latest, uh, you know, research and just, Making sure I'm 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 following because the science, as you know, always changes. You know what I learned, you know, seven years ago or so in in uni, uh, it's changing. You know the, the, yeah. the approach of certain, you know, how to deal with certain injuries, it, it changes all the time. So just making sure I'm up to date with things like that. You know, yeah, research articles, audio books, podcasts, YouTube videos, um, you know, things like that. So I'm making sure and and just and just talking to fellow colleagues as well and just having chats about that and having chats about you know a certain injury it's like hey how do you approach it and just learning from them as well so within the industry what would you if you had one voice in the ex-phys industry what would your your key message be um to not not just exercise physiologists but to actually general population what would you be really pushing towards on your one message only so to exercise physiologists i would say uh, be proud of 
what you do and look beyond just what you do, you know, as we yeah. said, you know, look beyond the prescribing of exercise, you know, look beyond that. Are you, are you building, are you showing care? You know, like if a client sees you once a week, are you following up? Are you sending a little text or a little email? You know, are you really generally checking in on them? You know, are you giving them an online program to follow so that way you can keep in contact? You know, if they see you once a week, there's six other days, you know, that they, they don't see you. So, you know, are you touching base? Are you, are you encourage them to touch base with you? So look beyond just what you do and look beyond that session and and, and make sure that you're, you're really proud of what you do. Um, and you want to go that little bit extra because if you are an exercise physiologist and you are in this field, then then that shouldn't be shouldn't be an issue. In terms of clients or general population, my key message would be: your health is everything. Uh, you may look at seeing a professional such as ourselves as maybe it's expensive. I don't know, but what's more expensive is not looking after yourself. You know, medications, surgeries. You know, the cost of not looking after yourself is way more than the cost of looking after yourself. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, set aside a little, you know, health and wellness budget, you know, to spend on, you know, an exercise physiologist or, you know, uh, you might go and do, you know, a massage here and there or you might go and do like a sauna, whatever whatever it is, set aside a little budget, you know, it doesn't have to be regular and just take care of your health. You know, you've only got one heart, you've only got one set of lungs, look after that because if that goes, then we'll, you know, nothing else really matters. I love that. I hope answer. that's a good answer. Fantastic I love it. Answer. I love it. I'm writing down yeah. your all the little things. I'm going to nick nick your nick your mantra. There you go. For it. That's all right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Flip, let's flip the tables then. So, if the EP podcast now you're the host, what question would you have for Joe and I, and we can we can answer individually? All right. <laughs> um, you, chucking you under the bus, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right. I'm usually good with quick fire things, but these are really good questions. Um, oh, there's so many. Um, I'm gonna be even worse. Joe can answer first as well. Cheers, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I would just ask you guys, I guess, similar to what you've asked me, I would ask you guys why you got into being an EP, um, and where you want to take it, um, as an individual, but also, um, collectively, and why. Have we got another hour? This is it. <laughs> Why did I? So I I had a very similar kind of background to you, Aaron. I did sports science and physiology at university. Um, and as part of uh, my degree there, I had the opportunity to do some data collection with a cardiac rehab group in Leeds. Uh, my personal tutor did research within cardiac rehab. So I got a direct kind of insight into uh, what that looks like and got to talk to patients there and I went from thinking about initially I was all about the you know more marginal gains how could we use physiology if, um, to maximize performance um, and thinking more about the high performance line then I saw that actually exercise can help people put the socks on in the morning get up the stairs maintain independence um, and that very much shifted the the focus for me so from then at university I then looked at uh, opportunities within a field and um, one such opportunity was to work with in a clinic in London that specialised in cardiac rehab and cancer rehab uh, and then I uh, took everything I learned in London and moved back up north and I've then set up my own business um, in the Lake District which is a, a more rural area of the UK if you're not familiar with it. For me I uh, I, I actually a bit more of a broad background so I worked with uh professional junior tennis players i 
came from very much a high performance background, uh, testing, looking at the more performance skill set in S&C, really. So more of the strength and conditioning world. I did clinical exercise prescription and clinical physiology within my my education. The The really key bit for me was, was twofold. One is I love working with athletes, junior athletes. I think there's a real quality in that. Uh, there are times when the it can feel very thankless and when you're working with people who have got no end point, if you know what I mean, of, of saying what success is because the competition is so high every moment, it, it it's relentless in a in a in a really positive way and sometimes, but also there's an element of of lack of thankfulness in what you're doing because it's just what's next, what's next, what's next. And where I loved that, I I needed a balance as well. Uh, there was a very key moment. So it's a really good question, actually. There's a really key moment where I had the very fortuitous moment to work with someone who had uh, neurological issues when they were born. Um, and they needed, basically, they needed exercise phys to, to help them. And I remember in the gym, I got her to do a, a single leg balance hold for 15 seconds on her left leg. And she did it. She celebrated like she won the World Cup. But I also did. And I ran around the gym like it was, you know, just the best day since ever, basically. And that was a real catalyst for me. It it was the moment where I thought, you know, this is my passion, actually. This is rather than just going, this is good. How can we get to the next phase? It was, this is brilliant. And that's enough. That's really why I got into it. I, for me, the exercise prescription per se is the same as when you're working with athletes. It's different in regards to the weights, the volume, the intensities. Of course it is. But the detail, the art, and I, I'm, I'm huge on this. I think genuine ex exercise prescription is an art. And I say that I think the art of what we do doesn't change. If anything, it gets more complex, more artistic. And that's where I do it. And that's the passion I've got with it. And it, it but it goes away from can you lift X times your body weight? Can you run a little bit faster? Can you hit, in my case, a tennis ball a little bit faster, a little bit harder? Uh, it was much more about actually we're making a difference to people's lives. And that's what resonated and, you know, probably the theme of today's podcast is it's not what you do, it's how you do it. It's not what you do, it's why you do it. And I'm that person. We're all that person in this in this group today. And that was really what made me somewhat take a career change, but just follow what my passion was and clearly what I was happy to do. Yeah, I think it's it's great, great to have a conversation with you. And I think we're all um, very much on the same page here. It's um, really, really cool. I've got yeah, I've got good. one more question for you, Aaron. Something a little bit yeah, more lighthearted. If you had to pick one song or a theme tune to your sessions, what would it be? You know what? I really I like my eighties music. Believe it or not, like I do like the eighties style kind of upbeat. You know, like you know your George Michael or you know Cover something like cheese. that kind of. Yeah, just stuff like that. I do I do like that stuff, and occasionally I do like you know your. Yeah, you sort of Latin 
R&B, you know, maybe a bit of a sucker for Justin Bieber here and there. So. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it, yeah. But yeah, I do I do like sort of the old school. Old school Taylor Swift for yeah, me. That, yeah. Oh, Swift is all right. <laughs> Fifties, okay. Yeah, but old school. If that answers your question, yeah, I like a bit old yeah. school. I listen to it myself, so it's good. good Brilliant, question. Aaron. Well, thank you so, thank you so much. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I've, I've, I was really hopeful for this podcast. I, I, like I mentioned, I got a really good vibe from from just reading what you're doing and getting an idea of what you're doing. But I think actually it's better than I thought. In that there's genuine passion here, and in what I'm looking for, what we're looking for in this podcast is just this. So thank you so much. No, that was, that was fantastic. I, I, I thank you both once again for, for inviting me to come on. I'm very, um, yeah, I'm very, I appreciate it very much. I love that. That was oh, really so good. good. So how, good. How did you find it? Fantastic. I mean, yeah, if we can't talk about that and get a buzz from talking about that, what, what can we talk about? It's um, mm. everything exercise physiology is needs to be hopefully mm. will be and uh yeah what top top guy yeah i mean i, I just got really he's he, he's so open about what his passion is and for me that was just a love I, it was so simple and we just i reached out to him i said hey look this is what we're doing and uh i mean we you know he's also doing a podcast so probably a bit more experienced than us but he's, you know i think we got away wow. with it i think we scraped it <laughs> Got around. <laughs> but um he'll be writing no, we could yeah be writing down all of our corrective points on it but no i loved it i thought it was brilliant and for for listeners listening and on what we're doing i think that is that's the background chat we have with our colleagues that's the that's the chat we have with our family and friends about what we do rather yeah. than saying how's your day at work it's much more about how did it feel what was it like you know what sort of did you you know that yeah bit. Yeah, um, I came home the other day and I was like, Marjorie climbed the stairs. <laughs> Brilliant. That's amazing. Like, what? <laughs> First of all, who, who's Marjorie? But bloody well done. Go on. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was brilliant. And I think that I just loved it. It was fantastic. And yeah. Um, I mean, for you hope, guys and sorry. I was saying hopefully it gives gives people a little bit more insight into what we what we do and why we want to jabber on about it continuously mm. until everybody knows what about what we're doing it's um yeah so important and I think it'll be nice for people to hear that and then in future episodes hear from some of the people that we have worked with who are on the other side and mm. uh, I think it'll nicely kind of team up and show people you know, both both ends of the spectrum I couldn't agree more Joe. but on that note and also almost with a tear in our eye Season one, series one, comes to a close. We've done it. In the blink of an eye, slash half a year. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have, do you know what? It's been fun, though. We've had some really, really fantastic guests from triathletes to, you know, Olympic winners, MBEs, um, working through business owners to specialists in the field. It, it, has it been everything you thought it would be, Joe? Or completely different? <laughs> I think it's it's been uh, definitely a learning experience, <laughs> but it's from the conversations that we've had, it's been everything and more that that we want wanted to kind of achieve and find out, you know, more insight into different people's worlds. It's been a really fascinating experience. What have you learned? 
oh I think in terms of like specific nuggets of, of knowledge obviously you've picked up some great bits along the way but I think it's more just about you know learning from people it's experiences and mm. like that you know inspiration from from the different people whether it be like you know Charlotte Henshaw Paralympian looking at kind of the trials and tribulations of elite sport you've got people that have dealt with unbelievably challenging situations with their health you've got like Adam and then you've got the business insight which I think we've both found fascinating mm. um through you know it it's uh it's been yeah of a, a wide array of uh of people but oh it's been yeah what what an exciting should we say a few weeks <laughs> a few weeks or what I've learned is that podcasting is quite difficult oh yeah no I think and, <laughs> it's, and, a, and it's pretty time consuming I think on that I think there's got to be a, a massive shout out to Adam here who's been um well basically taught yourself to edit and has taken a huge amount everyone, of, huge amount of workload my amateur editing skills no well, we'll 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 give you a little uh <laughs> big shout out there one of my highlights was um and this is for the listeners when joe had gotten and edited one episode and she went this is taking me three hours <laughs> and i said with a little bit of a pause and a bit of a you know patient breath I went yeah yep. yeah 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 <laughs> probably about right about three hours she said what that's just unbelievable isn't it yeah 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 done done nine done nine mate yeah done nine but yeah and, you, and, glad, yeah I'm glad credit. you did the one <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can all try and guess which one that is it's like the easiest one of the book as well it's literally the one yeah. that required the least amount of editing <laughs> So no, I mean, big shout out to Adam and I will be buying Adam a, a number of pints in return no, when I next see him. Don't be daft. And it, it what I also would have learned on a serious note, it's a massive team effort. So when you yeah. guys go and visit our website, which is www.exerciserightuk.com, that's all Joe. Joe and Joe, actually. We have Joe and Joe. I mean, more credit, more credit but, to um, the male Joe, but... But <laughs> well, it yeah. has, you know, it's been a real team effort and I, I've loved every moment of it. Um and season two, what have we got lined up? Oh, this is going to get even more exciting, isn't it? It's uh, we've got. Well, I guess there's going to be highs. And maybe highs. Maybe might be the world. Yeah, it might be a bit of a pun. Trying to get a pun in there. There's going to be highs. <laughs> um, and we're going to have some more. As you say, decorated or very decorated, accoladed mm. sports women and men. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you're. Um, we've got, we're going to hear from a few more people discussing their own experiences with various conditions. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, more experts in the field, but I feel Mm. like we've got some with a few extra initials after the name, which is always a little bit exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So try to give a few hints without giving it all away. And we have been listening to your comments, um, from this as listeners and we'll definitely be having more correspondence episodes and a bit more from you guys feedback as well because that's what it's all about isn't it yeah but thank you so much for tuning in this season it's yeah. been a ride We've we loved really really appreciate it and looking forward to kicking on we'll see you on the other side bye bye we would love for you to like and subscribe to our podcast